0: welcome to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host Shauna DeMellon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's episode is all about giving yourself permission to mourn your smallest losses during the COVID-19 pandemic. This has been a time of such uncertainty And there's so much anxiety and fear, fear of the unknown. Um, We're afraid that our loved ones are going to become ill. We've had shifts and changes in our jobs, our security. We have been under quarantine. So for those of us who are single, that brings up a whole different dynamic, whereas I have friends and and family who, you know, are looking for ways not to want to (laughs) choke the people that live in the house with them. So there are so many different elements that have come up during this time. And I think it's really important for us to be able to mourn even the smallest losses that we have i have I've had several clients in the last couple of weeks who um you know I had one client she's had to postpone her wedding I've had another client who has had you know it was her son's first birthday and they had you know a big celebration planned and they had to uh cancel and they weren't weren't even sure if they could postpone it and what that would look like um lots of trips trips that have had to be cancelled and just lots of, lots of events and celebrations. And, you know, here in Calgary, the Calgary Stampede has been cancelled, I believe it's for the first time in over 100 years, I would have to double check the numbers. But that is, that's almost, you know, for, for a native Calgarian, that is it's a, a ritual, if you will, that, you know, there's the stampede and, you know, so we've had all of these different losses and everyone is experiencing these losses in their own way and grief and mourning can show up in a myriad of different ways. I mean, there's there can be sadness, there can be anger, there can be bargaining, there can be blame, there can be disconnect. Um, You know, there can be so many different elements when we are mourning a loss, not to mention the loss of life. I have clients that have lost family members during this time and that is a deeper loss. And so we are experiencing and are surrounded by loss right now. You know, it's it's hard to watch, you know, the news break as, you know, all of these deaths that were reported daily in all of our beautiful countries all around the world, you know, and it's it's been hard for people to let go of something that they had dreamt about. I have several clients who, um, you know, they have vacation homes, you know, whether it's Um, you know, in Florida or um, in Paris or wherever it is. And, and, you know, they've had to, um, you know, for the first time in, in many, many years, if not decades, cancel and postpone their vacations. And from my perspective, it's just very important that we acknowledge that we have a loss you know, not minimize it based on what's happening in the world. And absolutely, we are so aware of everything that's happening in the world. And I am not minimizing that whatsoever. But it's really important to start to look at how this has impacted your world. You know, and I was reading, um, I was reading an article earlier today and, and in it, um, you know, it was, you know, when there's a time, there's a time when losses are all around us, and they're ranging from weight, from lost events and vacations, to lost childcare and work, to lost community and normalcy. And to the heaviest loss of all is it's health and life. And knowing that it's okay to grieve the life that you've lost as you adjust to this new normal and even if your new normal is pretty amazing and you're excited moving forward, it's okay as we transition through all of this. And even with all of this, this heaviness that's around us, you know, I've, I've touched on this in previous episodes, we can choose to be the best version of ourselves in any given moment. We really can. You know, we're in, you know, we're at the end of May so what would we like to create for the rest of 2020? We've got six months to create magic, to create possibilities, to create beauty. And what does that look like? And we don't need to have a concrete, solid plan. Every month I'm doing this and da 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 For some people that works. For me, that's a little rigid. <laughs> that's just me. I like to have targets that I'm reaching for and attaining and, and taking the steps toward them. And whatever that looks like for you, you know, is it time to do a vision board? Is it time to look at incantations, affirmations? Is it is it really time to start looking at what your life will look like once we have shifted out of the quarantine, when all of the businesses are back up and running, when when that normalcy of life begins to become our our regular everyday experience again. You know, it's okay to mourn the small losses. It's okay to feel sad about a canceled trip. It's okay to feel sad about your gym being closed. Oh, that was a hard one for me. Uh, You know, I've uh, went through a divorce last year and uh, kickboxing and the gym and my community there, that was a godsend. I really don't think I would have made it through this last year if I didn't have that, you know, didn't have that to look forward to, you know. And of course, there were cute guys to look at, yes, <laughs> but there, you know, be able to put my my boxing gloves on every week and just drill it out at the gym and leave it there, and to see the strength and, and the the resilience in my mind, my body, my emotions as I processed and healed was such an integral part of my life. And then over the over the winter months. Um, you know, I'm an avid hiker and I mountain bike and, you know, I'm, I love being outdoors in the garden. I found that I needed more, you know, I could only get to my kickboxing class once a week. So I joined, uh, the gym up the road, World Health, I joined and I started going, you know, two, three times a week and so that became my solace. You know, that became my, uh, my carrot at the end of my, my work days. It was like, oh yeah, I get to go to the gym and, you know, pump iron and, uh! <laughs> and so I was really sad because I not only lost the opportunity to work out at, at one facility, they were both closed the same week. And I'm grateful because I have, you know, I have an elliptical and I have weights at home and I have all of these different things. And I've been able to, you know, continue with my workouts. But that that was really hard for me. That was, wow, I I didn't realize how how important that had become, in my world. And I am so excited to get back. <laughs> so excited to get back. Looks like July-ish, that's when they'll reopen. And so it's like, okay, all right. And again, not minimizing anything else that's going on in the world right now, but that was that was a loss for me. And it's okay to feel sad about not being able to see your, your family or your extended f- your extended family or your friends or, you know, to give a loved one a hug. Oh, I'm a hugger. I don't know about you guys, but I'm a hugger. You know, when I have clients come to the house, you're getting a hug. <laughs> it's, so many of my clients are like family. So it's like, hey, come here. <laughs> and then it's before they leave, hey, come on, give me another hug. And so, you know, that, you know, and as a single person, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm on my own at the time and, uh, you know, and I've, I'm here with the cat <laughs> and my fish. (laughs) And yeah, the physical aspect was, oh my goodness. You know, I, I had to laugh. I said to one of my friends, um, as everything, uh, shut down the gyms and everything, I said, you know, of course I'm really ready to, to get out into the dating world and, and we're quarantined. (laughs) What kind of universe is this anyway? And so, yeah, it's, you know, it's shown up in different ways in my world as well. Like it's, um, it it really has you know and it's it's interesting the other day i heard someone say that uh facebook had turned into the new tinder there were all these all these you know messages coming from from people wanting to date and and reach out and i think everyone is is looking to experience more connection and and it's difficult when you are physically separated from people that's been a loss you know it's it's okay to mourn you know, your daughter's missed prom, or your son's missed t-ball season, you know, it's, um, you know, kids that had, um, you know, their graduations planned, you know, that's, that's a huge, a huge thing, you know, kids that were, were training in karate, and, and were getting ready to train for their belts, you know, that's, that's been put on hold, I mean, that's, that's a loss, it's, it's a disappointment, you know, it's, it's okay to miss your kids' teachers more than you've missed anyone in your whole life, right? I mean, this is for all the, all the moms and the dads that, are, um, that are, are teachers right now with kids at home. And that's, that's another transition as well. You know, it's okay to feel what you're meant to feel and allow others to feel what they're meant to feel. Everyone is experiencing this differently. There are very few people that I've interacted with that are singing songs every day. And this is amazing. And this doesn't bother me. I think everyone has kind of gone through dips with, you know, what this is looking like and, you know, different frustrations and and perhaps worries and anxiety. And, and my hope is that for every, every one of you, that you have, you have a support group, you've got, you know, you can do zoom calls with your friends. I do zoom calls. Those are fun. I do them with clients obviously. And, um, you know, with my girlfriends, we do Zoom calls and um, it's nice to stay in touch with friends and family that way, you know, text messages, messenger, there's so many different ways to stay in touch. Um, you know, I've got a few girlfriends, we will meet up, you know, once a week, we bring our lawn chairs and we're sitting six feet apart and we hang out and we yap our faces off. So it's, you know, finding ways to experience that. And I'm finding, you know, I am I found in the last week here in the Calgary area that, um the energy in the city is a little bit more relaxed as, as our city is starting to reopen more businesses. Um, not as many people wearing masks out and about at the parks and, and whatnot. And time will tell what this is going to look like as we continue to move forward. Um, but it's nice to make eye contact again. It's nice to smile and say hello and and just you know be able to to engage with one another again, I found for the first, the first six weeks, it's like people wouldn't make eye contact, and everyone was just in this different state. Obviously, I mean, I, I get it. You know, and it's okay to grieve the life that you've lost as you adjust to this new normal. You know, even again, as I mentioned earlier, is you know, even if this new normal is actually pretty, pretty amazing. You know, I um, I have a, a sheet, a piece of paper on my fridge. And I've written down everything that I've conquered since this quarantine, since this pandemic hit. And, you know, I've got stuff like, you know, two-minute plank and full-body push-ups. And I've cleaned out the basement. And I've reorganized my desk. And I, you know, finished this book. And this project is undergoing. and, And I've, you know made some new acquaintances and new friends and I'm planting seeds. And, you know, just gives me a daily reminder of everything that I have accomplished. And I have had days where I stayed in my PJs all day. and watched Netflix. I didn't eat all of my snacks. But <laughs> I would just be like, "Hmm." I find if it's in the house, it's, it's harder to resist it than if I don't bring it in at all. So I make raw chocolate. That's my treat. And... I think it was a couple of weeks ago i I went to Wendy's and had a froster <laughs> so you know it's it's really finding finding what works for you based on on what you're working toward you know like i'm I'm working towards you know yummy Mummyville, you know I'm rocking a bikini next trip to Hawaii just saying, and so I'm you know very focused on what my goals are, moving toward that but let me tell you you know there were you know, those first few weeks, I was just like, wow, okay, when last did I, like, put mascara on, and, and wow, and I really, I realized that I wasn't showing up as the best version of me, and I didn't like that, so I quickly started to change that, and and started to shift that energy, you know, And, and I realized how much, I realized how much I, how much effort I was putting in for other people, you know, I realized that, you know, I would wear, you know, just wear, wear, you know, really cute outfits when I was going to see clients or, you know, when I was going on a date or, you know, but why not wear them all the time if I love them and it lights me up and, um, you know, why not wear makeup every day? Like, I feel amazing. I don't know about you the ladies out there, but when I put mascara on, watch it. <laughs> just watch it. You put some lip gloss on, boom, like just wow, I am set. So why wouldn't I do that for myself every day? And so again, it's been, you know, kind of a roller coaster of emotions and just different things coming up for people. And that's okay. It's so important to so important to find a constant in your world and you know, to find peace even during this, this chaotic, uncertain, unrestful time. Now, here are some steps to help you um, move from feeling stressed into feeling more centered. And we've covered a few of these in previous episodes. Well, the first thing is to acknowledge what you're experiencing. So name it, accept it, own it, whatever it is. You know, I'm feeling really, really anxious right now. I'm feeling really perturbed. I'm, I feel really lonely just really acknowledging what it is. And then we can start to, I love this. I, I I read this a few weeks ago. It was begin to see the feelings and thoughts like the weather. They just kind of change or like, or like uh, the ocean, you know, the water, the tide comes in and it goes out and it comes in and it goes out. This isn't going to be your state for the whole day. I mean, you, if you want to stay there, you, absolutely. If you want to, feel worried. And and, you know, if that's where you're sitting, that's totally fine. Absolutely. And I'm not telling you that you can't. And I'm not telling you that it's wrong. I just want to give you different options that if you are feeling anxious, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling overwhelmed, just to acknowledge it and to own it. And to really just start to accept, okay, this is what I'm feeling right now. This is what I'm experiencing right now. And not looking to deflect or blame or distract. It's very empowering if we can really step into that arena with what we're experiencing and own it. It's almost like you get in the arena with it and you look it in the eyes and then we can start to dismantle it and, and start to you know, figure out what we need to do with it, to clear it. The second thing that you can do to um, move from feeling stress to more of your centered energy is to look for the thought that's at the root of your stress because most of these thoughts that are causing us stress, they're not true. It's, and again, you have to keep in mind that our mind, our brain can't differentiate between what is true and what isn't. So if we're, if we're thinking thoughts, around there's not enough money, what am I going to do? I don't know, this is, this is scary. There's not enough money, there's not enough money, there's not enough money. If we continually say that, then our brain will be, okay, yeah, there's not enough money. And we start to magnetize more of that into our energetic field. They're like little magnets. Our thoughts are like little magnets that fill our energy field, attracting that into our world. So, um, you know, if there's something that you're thinking and you do not want it to show up in your world, then we need to shift that thinking. And as soon as you grab the thought, look for the thought that you're thinking. And sometimes it's a little evasive. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time to grab it. But if you sit with it and really start to set the intention that, okay, what is the thought? What's the root of this stress? Why am I feeling upset? Did I, did I just see something on Facebook? Did someone just say something? Did I just open a bill? Did I just get an email? What triggered this? And then you can start to get at what the thought is. And once you grab the thought, you know, for example, if it's about money, oh, geez, there's another bill. How am I going to pay that? What's happening with this? Once you grab the thought, then it'll start to dissipate. And then once it starts to dissipate, we can move into step three, which is we can start to redirect and reframe those thoughts. I'm, you know, a big proponent to um, not only affirmations, you're affirming But you're incanting, so you're drawing more into your world. Again, our brain can't differentiate between what's real and what isn't. So an example of incanting would be, I'm in the process of creating more money. I'm in the process of creating more money. I'm in the process of creating more money. I'm in the process of receiving more money. More money is showing up in my life every day. More money. I had a client who started doing this a couple of weeks ago, and she received a check from her insurance company, they were doing, um, um, you know, giving people a, a percentage back from from their insurance policy payments every month. And So she actually received a check in the mail, and she just heard crying. She said, Oh, my God, it just showed up. She said, I had no idea that they were going to do that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Universe, I'll take more of that, please. Thank you. And so really looking at redirecting and reframing whatever that is. And sometimes when we're feeling really stressed and worried and anxious, sometimes we can't get that thought right away and that's okay. Because I've got another step further as we continue to talk, I've got another step that'll kind of dissipate everything if you kind of run into a snag with it. And so we're redirecting, reframing. And sometimes when we're redirecting and reframing our thoughts, it sounds like a bunch of BS. I get it. <laughs> and so be cognizant of... If you start saying things like, I have so much money, I don't know what to do with it all. If your brain isn't going to buy that, if your subconscious mind isn't going to buy into that, it'll be like, man, no, you don't. (laughs) So I find the progressive statements or incantations as Tony Robbins refers to them, is it sets you up for more success. I'm in the process of creating more money. I'm in the process of creating more revenue streams. Every day in every way, more money is showing up in my world. And continuing to say that, because again, your mind is just this sponge. And if you continue to feed it anxiety and thoughts that are worrisome and and provoking stress, that's what will will continue to show up in your world. And no, it isn't a magic wand. If we want to create more money in our world, there, there will be action that's required. It isn't just a space of... Encanting it, there is actually there will be an action that goes with it, and so is that looking for a part-time job, is that lowering your rates, is that um, you know taking on extra extra work if you can, is that rejuggling your finances for the next six months. I know a lot of a lot of the companies, you know, a lot of companies are are working with people, the banks are working with people. If you need to refinance, do it. You know, the um, you know, NMAX here in Calgary, our 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 electric company, um, you know, if people are not able to make full payments, they're not disconnecting services, they're not penalizing people, pay what you can and we'll get it all sorted out. So there are different things that you can do. If you're looking to bring more money into your world, ask. Okay, universe, show me how I can be more strategic with my money. Show me if there's something that I need to, you know, maybe tighten things up a little bit with my money. Show me where I can bring more money in and clear anything that's sticky around any of that. And just continue to stay in question. Okay, what does this look like? What else can I do? What 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 else can I? What other shortcuts can I take? I, you know, it's interesting. I um I had a client uh, just this week, and she said um, she said what I realized is that, you know, I love getting my nails done. But if I had to choose between getting my nails done and my roots colored, I would be getting my roots colored hands down. But she said, "You know, I really do love getting my nails done, and so it, this whole time has been giving us an opportunity to start to look at things maybe from a broader perspective and not that that our our choices with money are wrong, but just you know and you know it's I was I'm always listening to podcasts and reading and, and I'm always learning and exploring and, and, you know, for my own personal growth. And, and I find it, it starts to show up in my, my practice as well. So I can offer all of these tools and techniques to my clients. And one of the things I was listening to was, um, it was a podcast about creating money. And, um, one of the questions was, well, you know, I, I have, I have, you know, four credit cards and I have all this debt and, the facilitator, he said, okay, so, you know, what, what is the benefit that you're getting from having all of that debt, creating, creating these issues with money? And the woman froze and she said, well, why would I, why would that be a benefit to me? And he said, well, it's showing up in your life because you're getting some sort of value from it. There's a benefit, there's a payoff. Otherwise, if there wasn't a payoff, you wouldn't have it. And then she realized she said, oh, my God. She said, I've been racking up these credit cards to get back at my husband because he had an affair. And as soon as she said it, everyone <laughs> everyone on the call was like, oh, we could feel it. It was like, oh, that was deep. Oh, that was deep. So anywhere that you're creating money problems, Let's just destroy and delete all that across all ways, spaces, times, dimensions, and realities. So she was able to acknowledge what it was, figure out what the payoff was. And then the facilitator, he said to her, he said, okay, so now what are you gonna do with that? She said, I'm gonna get those bills tidied up. I'm, that's enough of this. Like I, she said, okay, thank you. She understood why she had it in her reality. So that's how powerful it is when we start to really question things and really start to look at things in our world. And then, sure enough, you know, she's got a game plan to get everything paid off and taken care of, and and she moves on. So, whoever that's for, with all of the money stuff that's coming up, and I get it, I get it. I've I've I've, I've been heartbroken watching my clients, you know, who have built their businesses, have to close up shop, and have had to let people go, and have had to adjust and and shift and change. I absolutely heart my heart goes out to them. And perhaps this is giving you some different tools and techniques to kind of expand that. Even during this time, what can we do? You know, again, working with the banks, working with all of these companies that, you know, they're willing to work with everyone right now, which is so beautiful. So absolutely, if, there's, if there are ways that you can be more strategic with your money and, and make it work for you throughout the month, then do it. Absolutely do it. A fourth tip I'd like to share with you about clearing more of the stress and coming back to bringing more clarity and calm into your world. This was from uh, Brene Brown. and I love this. So when you're feeling stressed, even before you're feeling really stressed about something, know you. So when you're faced with pressure, do you become an over-functioner or an under-functioner? So for over-functioners, it's just easier to do than feel. We don't want to slow it down. We don't want to feel anything. We're just like going to hammer it through. We're going to get it done. And under-functioners will retreat. And so when you understand what that looks like, especially if you're living with other people right now, your spouse could be an over-functioner and they're just plowing through stuff and you're an under and you're just retreating. And 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 it's it's such a valuable tool. I wish I'd known this years ago. <laughs> But this is such a valuable tool because when I'm faced with pressure, I retreat. I kind of back up and go, whoa, what's happening? And a lot of the people in my world go into doing. It's easier to just do and we don't feel it. We don't want to talk about it. Just do, 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 do. And so just having that awareness of of which which side of that pendulum you swing can really help you to navigate the stress navigate any of the loss that you're feeling and I've talked about this in, in other episodes is it really limiting the news and the social media consumption so important especially not before bed I know my girlfriend she uh she <laughs> I got up in the morning and I was making coffee and doing my thing and I look at my phone and I was like oh there's a message it was a message from like one in the morning. She's like, I can't sleep. She's like, I went down the rabbit hole. I I looked at these daily numbers and I was reading this and I was reading that. And there's a conspiracy theory and, and you should read this and here's a video. And she was totally, totally gone into this zone. And she lost most of her sleep that night. And it was really, really quite interesting when we spoke the next day because she said, wow, I learned a valuable lesson to not look at that stuff before I'm going into bed. And she said, I'm going to take a few days and not look at it, kind of give myself a consciousness cleanse and just really focus on positive things, focus on things that I have control over. And something else for us to do while we're navigating these times is, again, it's movement. So if you're not able to grab any thought that's triggering any stress or upset or loss for you, if you move, that will start to get the energies flowing. That'll start to dissipate the emotions. The emotions will start to move through movement. So this is why, you know, if we're having a difficult time, if we're experiencing a loss and we're feeling upset and and we start to feel depressed or anxious and worried and we go into those energies, if we sit with it for an hour, we will feel worse. If we talk about it with someone, we feel even worse. It just, it will perpetuate. Whereas if we can go for a walk, I'll hop on the elliptical sometimes during the day, go for a hike, whatever it is, to just dissipate that energy. Sometimes I'll I'll do flights of stairs. I'll do, you know, 20 flights of stairs, you know, basement up to the main floor and back down again is one. And so I'll do 20 of those just to kind of dissipate my energy and just ugh, kind of shake it off. Because yeah, when we're experiencing a loss of any magnitude. It could be the loss of a loved one, the loss of a a fur baby, the loss of employment, the loss of certainty, the loss of our community. There's so many different ways that that can show up. And so movement is so important. Put some tunes on and dance around the house. I mean, whatever that looks like for you. And really stay grounded, really stay grounded in the present moment. Eckhart Tolle talks about this, that all we have is here right now in this moment, this next five seconds. And if our mind is jumping back into what happened before, chances are that's your ego pulling you out of the now. And if our mind is jumping into the future and we're feeling anxious, and oh my God, what's that going to look like? What's going to happen? Worrying. Again, that's your ego, pulling you out of the now. Well, all we have is this this five seconds right here in this moment to create, and what is it that we're looking to create as we're navigating as we're we're moving through the different losses? There are so many things that um that we've all been looking forward to that have shifted and changed and and really acknowledging that. It was a loss and and whether we are upset by it we're we're missing people we feel like we're we're losing you know touch we're we're just we're just feeling like we're not getting that 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 connection that love and connection that we really really desire you know, and as we're moving into opening more businesses, I've got, you know, several friends that own, own restaurants in the city, you know, and they're navigating, what does that look like? You know, we're only able to operate at 50% capacity. You know, how many people do I need to hire back? How do we need to put up partitions between the tables? Do we need to move the tables further apart? You know, bringing in more stringent cleaning, you know, what what does that look like? And so as we continue to navigate into this new new reality, until there is a vaccine and or a cure, you know, what does that look like? And really being gentle with ourselves. I think that's, that's another really important, really important factor in all of this is just to really, really acknowledge where you're at, and then really start to figure out what you need, as you continue to navigate and shift and change. And, and again, acknowledging, you know, this is really upsetting for me, I I miss, you know, I miss going to the gym, I miss you know getting together with my book club it's not the same you know i you know i'm i'm in a couple of networking groups and i'm very grateful that we have zoom but it's not the same right? It's not the same. We can't, you know, in one of the groups, you know, everybody brings cookies or, you know, we bring, we bring snacks. And so that's part of, that's part of what we do when we first get there is we eat (laughs) and and we share and we eat and we hug and we laugh. And, you know, we can, it's like all of your senses are being impacted, right? You, you see people, you give someone a hug, you smell their perfume, you're tasting, you know, their delicious brownies that they brought, you know, you're, you're feeling that, that, that kinship, that connection, that love. And that's, you know, your all of your senses are being triggered when you're in person with people. And so then to not have that and just be doing zoom, it's like, meh, I mean, I'm grateful to have it. But it's different. It's it's, you know, it's, it's a loss. And again, as, you know, someone I'm living on my own right now. And so, you know, that's, that's a different kind of a different kind of loss for me. And again, grateful, 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 you know, I have great, great friends. And, and you know, I keep busy. And, you know, like I said, I meet up with friends and we visit and, you know, chatting with family, you know, it just it's, I'm, you know, navigating these waters, just like everyone else is. And it's so important to figure out what, what is going to light you up? How can you be the best version of you, as we're navigating any losses and, or any stress any anxiety, anything at all, so everything that this has brought up for anyone, everything that is, everything connected to it, let's destroy and delete it all across all ways, spaces, times, dimensions, and realities. And what, what can you create? Let's say in the next four weeks, what magic can you create? Is there something inside you that's just bubbling at the surface to get out that wants to be created? That, you know, if you, do you cook? You know, maybe you can put together an ebook of your 25 favorite recipes, or maybe you can start up a YouTube channel showing people, people love watching cooking, just saying. Um, you know, are you, uh, are you a writer? Is there a new blog that, you, that wants to be created through you? Is there, is there a new uh, short story that's asking to be written? you know, are you a teacher? Do you play the guitar? You could be doing YouTube videos, sharing your expertise with other people. Is there something that you're really passionate about that you've kind of put on the back burner that you'd really like to bring into the future with you now? What does that look like? Right now is a beautiful time to start to look for those things. Look for those beautiful seeds and and those beautiful, beautiful things that you can bring into the world that, that share your beautiful essence with the world. And we, we need so much more of that today, especially in these times, if not every day. I send you mountains of love. And I send you all of my gratitude and love. I will talk to you next week. Bye for now.